God often uses specific scriptures to guide you to Himself and His perfect will. These life verses are really guideposts for the journey. Today, we join Scott Pauley in looking at some of these passages. It is our prayer that you will enjoy the journey. I remember as a boy someone saying, you need a life verse. You need a verse that's your verse. And I didn't have such a verse. But I had a grandmother who knew God. Grandma Pauly was a holy woman and she was a happy Christian. And her favorite Bible verse was Romans chapter 8 and verse number 28. What a great verse it is. The Bible says, And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to His purpose. Now, I must tell you that as a child, I had no idea really what that verse meant. I just said if it was good enough for Grandma, then it's good enough for me. And uh, I'm glad that the Lord led me first to that verse because Romans 8:28 is not so much a verse about us as it is a verse about God. And that really should be the foundation for all of our faith. Romans 8:28 is a famous verse, of course. It was the life verse of Stonewall Jackson. Uh, R.A. Torrey said that Romans 8:28 is a soft pillow for a tired heart. I like that, don't you? Uh, Martin Lloyd-Jones, the great Bible preacher, said, This statement is probably more packed with doctrine and comfort than any other in the whole realm of Scripture. It is, it's a well-known verse. And yet the reality is that Romans 8.28 is a verse that we all quote, but we struggle to live. It is, it's one of those verses we all give mental assent to. We nod our heads and say, yes, I believe that. But living it, oh, that's the great struggle. And perhaps today you're dealing with something or someone that is beyond your control, beyond your comprehension, and you're trying to figure out what on earth is God doing. Rest in this, and we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to His purpose. It's a simple verse. Matter of fact, look at all the one-syllable words in the verse. It is simple and profound at the same time. And let me just share with you the thoughts that God has impressed on my heart through the years. First of all, he gives us in this verse divine certainty. It says, we know. I like that word know. It's found 717 times in the Word of God. There are many things I don't know, but there is one thing that I do know. I know that I belong to the Lord and He belongs to me. You see, this verse doesn't stand alone. No, it's connected to all the verses that came before it and in the previous verses, it talks about salvation. It talks about the Holy Spirit who lives in us and who prays for us. You see, when you have questions, go back to what you do know for sure. I know there is a God. I know that God is love and God is good. And I know that God is at work. Begin with divine certainty. Michael Faraday, the English chemist and physicist, he's the one who, who made such a discovery in 1845. They called it the Faraday effect. You can look it up for yourself. He was dying in August of 1867, and on his deathbed, a journalist came to visit and asked Mr. Faraday, what are your speculations? And Faraday responded like this, speculations? I have none. I am resting on certainties. And then he quoted, I know whom I have believed, 
and am persuaded that he's able to keep that which I've committed unto him against that day. Stop building your life on speculations and begin to build again on the divine certainty we know. Then there's divine completeness. The Bible says, and we know that all things work together for good. All means all, and that's all, all means. All is God's little word. It's found 4,664 times in the Bible, and it is powerful. He created all people. He loves all people. He died for all men. He's at work in all of life. He is the God of all the universe. Now, what does that mean? It means that all my disappointments, all losses, all wounds, all trials, all difficulty, all failures, all these things that seem to be against me, actually the Lord is using in my life. You remember Jacob in Genesis 42 saying those very words, all these things are against me. That was, that was a human perspective. Romans 8.28 is trying to give us the divine perspective. God is in control of all. As a matter of fact, just three or four verses down, it says, He that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? I tell you, Whatever the all things are that you're dealing with today, you have all things that you need to deal with it in Jesus Christ. There's divine completeness in Him. And then there's a divine cause. The Bible says, and we know that all things work together. What an amazing verb this is. It reminds us that God is the one who does the work. The things don't do the work. We don't do the work. No, God is the one working these things together. He doesn't cause evil. He doesn't cause trouble but he does cause them to work together. You'll notice uh, this word is in the present tense. I like that. Stop living in the past. God's working in your now. He's working today. It comes from the same word for synergy, to work together with. That's uh, the idea of all things corresponding and uh, working together. You remember in Ezekiel 10, uh, all the wheels uh, moving in different directions were really a picture of one God at work. Well, get that picture in your mind today. There may be lots of moving pieces, but there is a God who's working all things together for good in your life. There's divine cause. Then there's divine comfort, and we know that all things work together for good. Aren't you glad God always wants our good? The psalmist could even say in Psalm 119, Before I was afflicted, I went astray. Uh, he said in Psalm 119.71, It is good for me that I've been afflicted. Now, granted, sometimes you've got to get on the other side of the affliction to say that. But God's always working for your good, for the good of others, and for His own glory in your life. That's how blind Fanny Crosby could later testify that she wouldn't want her eyesight back. Though that quack doctor had made her lose her sight as a little girl, she believed God had used it for good. And indeed, that blind woman saw so much that she conveyed to us in song, for which I am truly grateful. There's divine comfort. But then, notice please, there's a divine condition. The Bible says, And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to His purpose. The divine conditions are these. First, that you love God. Do you love Him today? God reserves His greatest blessings for those who love Him. And when you love Him, you remember that He first loved you and He wouldn't let anything come into your life except what He knows is best. Don't ever lose sight of the love of God. And then those who are called according to His purpose. That's all of us if you're saved. If you know the Lord Jesus as your Savior, you're one of the called ones. The next verse says, For whom He did foreknow, He also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of His Son, 
that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. His purpose is to use all things to mold you into the image of the Lord Jesus Christ. You see, at the end of this little verse is really the key. The key is found near the back door. Listen to the last two words. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to His purpose. You see, most of the time we judge our life by our comfort, by our pleasure, by our prosperity. But the great measurement is rather His purpose, and His purpose is that God get the glory and we be conformed more and more to the image of Jesus Christ. This promise is not just about my problems, it's about His purpose. And so I want to challenge you today to get your eyes off of yourself and your circumstances and others and back on the God who loves you and wants the best for your life, who's working for your good and His glory. Take Romans 8, 28, make it your verse today. Let this verse be your verse. Rest in it, claim it, and let it guide the way you live your life. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to His purpose. Thank you for taking time to study the Bible with us. We trust that you will meditate on God's Word and share it with others today. For additional resources, visit us online at scottpauley.org. We deeply appreciate your prayers and your support.